This is the Strip Sack Dualcast. I'm the Hawk. And I'm the Fat Man. We're breaking out some new toys to play with today, so bear with us. It's gonna we're we're gonna give you just the tip at first. We'll go easy on you. All right, guys, we're gonna talk about the playoff games. It's gonna be a huge weekend, first time ever. 14 playoff teams in the format, and we got back to back triple header week uh triple header days. All right. So, so today so today. We're just going to cover Saturday's games. We're going to put out another one for you guys for Sunday. Before we get ripping off on a tangent here, I want to remind you guys, you're watching us on YouTube. Make sure you hit subscribe first. That's the most important part. Like, turn your notifications on. You can find us on Facebook, Fat Man and the Hawk. Now, let's give them some, let's give them some news to listen to, huh? All right. First game. Colts versus Bills. All right. Buffalo's offense. You got Josh Allen. He's fifth in yards, touchdown, and passer rating. He had a very, very strong year. Stephon Diggs led the league in receiving yards. They're tied second in total offense. They're second in points per game, and they're on a really hot six-game uh, winning streak right now. Devin Singletary, he leads the Bills' rushing attack, followed by Zach Moss and Josh Allen close behind, and they're 20th in the league in rushing. Hey, bud, turn the toy on. All right, so for the Colts, they're 10th in the league in offense. They average about 378 yards per game. 125 of those yards come on the ground. That's something to watch out for. Uh, their defense is ranked 8th in the league in yard, yards allowed per game. Uh, they give up about 332. They allow about 22.5 points a game. Uh, their offensive line is ranked 7th by PFF. That's an important thing to watch. Um, and some Phillip Rivers stats here, I'm going to throw them out. Uh He's about 68% for completion percentage. He has 4,000 yards on the season, 24 touchdowns, 11 picks. And he's been struggling as of late. The last couple of games, he's been playing pretty poorly. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he was just named the Offensive Rookie of the Month. He's really hot right now. Um, and he, he's actually put together a pretty good season. He's got about 1,100 yards, 11 touchdowns. So he's performing well now, too. He's averaging about five yards a carry. For the Bills to stop that, they got the their 14th in total defense, their 13th against the pass, 17th against the rush, and 16th for points per game. They're fifth, though, in opposing quarterback rank rating and 15th in sacks, and they're tied seventh in interceptions. So Phillip Rivers having some struggles, you know, they're going to probably have some issues going against the secondary, led by Tredavious White and Jordan Poyer, Josh Norman going to be nice. It's nice to see him back in the postseason. Um, there's a couple matchups I like, though. First one that pops out to me, kind of a doubleheader here. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs versus that Colts pass defense with Xavier Rhodes and Julian Blackman. Uh, obviously, Josh Allen's been pretty much unstoppable. He's been the hottest quarterback in the NFL for the last seven weeks. Josh Allen was out there looking like a fucking sniper against that Miami Dolphins defense. He was just tearing them up. No, I didn't watch the previous week against the Patriots, but they fucking exploded on them too. So you're looking at a team that the last two games scored 100 points. They're hot, baby. But what scares me, something to watch, is what you just said about the, the Bills' uh, defense. They give up about 120 yards a game against the Rush. Uh 
Jonathan Taylor, like I said, he's he, he's playing beast mode right now. I think he's going to be hard to stop because the Colts average uh, about 125 yards a game on the ground. Right. And, and then the Bills are weak against. And, and they've been pounding the rock pretty well over the last month. They're going to be very, very difficult to stop on the ground. And I, that's, I think that's like really the key for them to win the game is not give Phillip Rivers the opportunity to throw like 40 times. Just keep running, control the clock, and they'll slow that offense down. As long as they give Phillip Rivers the opportunity to talk shit the entire game, I'm going to watch. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to look for the highlights. All right, I'm going to make my pick here. I'm going to go with the upset. You know, Josh Allen's experience in the playoffs is 0-1. He's an inexperienced player altogether, being in his third year. Uh, and I really do believe that the running game for the Colts is going to be the real deciding factor. And uh, that, that young safety and Xavier Rhodes is going to be balling out this game. I can't believe you, I can't believe you're taking the Colts. Yep. Wow. So you heard me say it. Josh Allen's a sniper. They scored 100 points in their last two games. I was super impressed with the Bills. It was really the first time I watched them all year was I came against Miami, and they fucked Miami up. They took their heart. They took their soul by the end of the first quarter. Um, I, I think right with the matchup with the running game is going to be a, a small problem for the Bills. All that being said, I like what Josh Allen's doing. He's fucking red hot. That whole offense is is hot, and I think the Bills are just going to fucking destroy the Colts. I, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be like 30, 33 to like fucking eighteen. I'm you're gonna, gonna you're going to be able to tell the Bills are the better football team. I'm going to say 27-21 Colts. Brutes. All right, up next, the Rams at the Seahawks. We got Russell Wilson, super hot offense in the first six weeks of the season. Uh, he's third in touchdown passes, 16th in completion percentage, uh, seventh in passer rating. Uh, DK Metcalf, 1,303 yards. That is a Seahawk record. Um, Love me some DK. I'm really – Really looking forward to this matchup against Jalen Ramsey because Jalen has busted him in two straight games. Uh, Tyler Lockett, though, uh, this is the biggest safety net for Russell Wilson. He had 1,054 yards, 10 touchdowns. He's the big play safety net. I should have said that right. And, uh, you know, even though most people don't know this, but Seattle's actually 12th in rushing. They're actually not doing too bad. Russell's been great. Carson's been great. Carlos Hyde has been great. Rashad Penny, we're at full strength at the running back position. I'm pretty excited for this. Jalen Ramsey is going to own DK Metcalf again. He's going to shut him down. I love me some DK, but Jalen Ramsey is going to shut him down. Did it twice already. Go ahead. Swallow the shit I just fed you. You know it's true. Uh, some stats on the Rams side of the ball. Look, Sean McVay has owned the Seahawks and Pete Carroll. He's five and two against them. So I hear a lot of people saying, oh, well, Seattle's home, blah, 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 blah. Don't fucking matter. Five and two, you must have won some of them games in Seattle because all seven weren't played in L.A. Um, and 
the Rams offense is actually surprisingly better than I thought because I haven't really paid attention to them that much all season, but they're, they're 11th in yards per game, which is crazy that they only score 23 points a game, which is pretty shitty when you're racking up that many yards. Um, however, it's okay for their offense to suck because Seattle's defense, yeah, I know they've been playing good, but they've also kind of shown that they could be weak. Uh, that Rams defense is ranked number one in yards per game. They only give up 282 yards a game, They and they allow 18.5 points. Again, it's weird. I, I don't see how you're the best defense and you, you give up 18 points a game. But just look at the two numbers. If you score 23 and you only give up 18, you're going to get a lot of wins. Uh, and they only give up 190 passing yards a game, which is spells danger for the Seahawks. A little bit of stats I pulled up for Goff. Um, he's about 67% completion rating, rating uh, about 4,000 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, though. So that's what's, that's what's killing the Rams this year. And yeah, Aaron Donald. Go ahead. He's actually first in the NFL in total turnovers since 2016. Yep. <clears throat> but he's still behind Carson Wentz this year. Uh, Aaron Donald, he's a beast. He's got four forced fumbles on a year. He's only got 13 and a half sacks, but he's got 27 hits on the quarterback. I know Russ is elusive, but it's going to be a big game. I expect Aaron Donald to ball out. For the defensive side for the Hawks, led by Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams, and Quandre Diggs, for the shittiest defense in NFL history for the first eight weeks of the NFL season. We got three pro bowlers. Why? Because we have seven sacks. We're seventh in sacks in the league. And what's crazy about that is we were actually tied fourth worst in the league going into week nine. And most, of them, all, most of them all came from your safety. Complete turnaround. But despite all that, we are still ranked 31st in pass defense. I do think that DJ Reed has been a great find for the Seattle Seahawks. I think he's going to match up really well against Robert Woods or Cooper Cup. I don't see them having a whole lot of separation. Shaquille Griffin, you know, he, he's been playing really well. I just think that this Seahawks defense is going to play very outstanding this game, no matter if it's Wolford starting or if it's Goff starting. doesn't matter. They're, they're going to show up. Matchup that I like the most is Seattle's offensive line against Aaron Donald. Doesn't really matter who's blocking him. This guy's a beast. He could be double teamed. It could be triple teamed. He somehow gets into the the backfield, and that's just that's just what he does. You know, this is why I think he is first or second best player in the NFL. He's just disruptive, and the guy's built like the fucking Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Uh, the other matchup kind of touched on it is DK versus Jalen, and yes. Jalen has had the best of DK in his short career. But that being said, they're the same person, just on opposite sides of the ball. I think DK is really looking forward to this matchup. I really feel like he is going to show up just like he did last year in the playoffs. I'm, I'm looking forward to DK beat, winning this matchup. Is he going to come out and do a TikTok dance like Juju? <laughs> nah, man, he doesn't do TikTok dances. He dyes well, his fucking he dyes his fucking hair. 
pink, <laughs> green, blue, and he fucking puts a binky in his mouth. All right, that's what he does. Stop the baby. <laughs> you're not gonna. You're not gonna talk about um, <laughs> Wall Adams. No, I'm not. I think Why the other matchup I really, really like is the Hawks linebacker core against Cam Akers and the Rams run offense. That's really the heart and soul of this offense moving forward. That getting that play action pass moving. That's what Sean McVay likes to do. You know, that's what they've been known for since they came in the league. That and the screens, and obviously nobody can really stop it. So I'm looking forward to see how KJ Jordan Brooks and Bobby Wagner, the best linebacker in the NFL. Fuck all you haters. Yeah, so, I'm not gonna I I'm not gonna argue with that. I you know I like Wagner. I like Wagner, I like DK. I well, I love DK. Yeah, you have a tattoo of him next to Gruden. No, yeah, well, yeah, it's it's good. the tattoos on my butt's gonna be Tua, Gruden, and then DK. With pink hair but, and a pink Tua's number one. All right, oh, so maybe maybe Gruden and Tua is the mommy and daddy, and DK is the baby. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, so obviously I'm wearing Hawks colors. I'm going with the Seahawks. Uh, I was on your side until you made me look up stats. <laughs> so for as much as I like the Seahawks, and I think the Seahawks are going to win, and this is going to bite me in the ass because all my picks pretty much have been just off gut feeling all year, and it and it did me well most of the year. I actually like the Rams in this game. Uh, I, it's that defense. I know defense wins championships, and defenses tend to slow offenses down a little bit when it comes to playoff time. Either way, we're we're going to be watching a, a hell of a game, and just the you know couple that with the fact that McVeigh has owned Pete Carroll. I'm going to take the Rams. You go ahead and take those lamb chops. It, dude, it's stinging me. It's stinging me. I want Miami's out. You know, I want to root for the Hawks. But you, you know, know what? Well, you know, is too. The thing is. Is I know that McVeigh has owned them, but Russell but Wilson, Russell Wilson shows up in the playoffs. All right, he had two back-to-back games against the Rams that weren't very good. Uh, he had a really good game last year, but the second one wasn't that great either. We actually got busted by them. Thing is, is this is a playoff game, and I have a lot of faith in Pete Carroll. Seattle does not typically go one and done. That's just. That's their mantra. That's what they do. They usually win their first playoff game almost every single time they make the playoffs. And I, I just like I like this the way this team is built matching up against the Rams. I don't like Goff. I don't like Wolford. I think they're in trouble. But there's a reason why Russ struggles against the Rams. Yeah, Aaron Donald. <laughs> that defense. This is right. I think this is the worst matchup in the playoffs for the Seahawks. Because it's the third time around. Yeah. But I mean, just as much as it's a bad matchup for us, it's a bad matchup for them. Right. Well, you're going to have that with division rivals. That's why Buffalo tried so hard to keep Miami out. Yeah. That's why they weren't sitting there like, fucked out. We ain't seeing these guys a third time. All so right. Moving on. We would have got busted in the playoffs anyway. 
Yeah, he would have been riding the pine. Fitzpatrick would have been in the in the playoffs. No, he had he had the COVID. He would have been back. I hope he didn't give it to his seventeen kids. Just because they're secretly eighteen. <laughs> With All two right. To a- the next game, the Buccaneers versus Washington Football Team. Alex Smith, the comeback player, the comeback kid, five and three record for Washington since. He started playing. Uh, he's 14th in completion percentage. He's 31st in yards per game. He has six touchdowns to eight picks. Very unremarkable, but very remarkable for you know what he's had to deal with to get to where he is now. That being said, uh, they don't really have a whole lot going for them on offense. They got Terry McLaurin, despite the horrible passing season they had, which they've ranked 31st, 30 or 25th in the league in passing. Uh, McLaurin had over a thousand yards, 87 receptions of four touchdowns. And Antonio Gibson, he had 1,100 yards of total scrimmage. Um, and they got a nice pass catching back in JD McKissick, ex Seahawk. So the offense is not as terrible as the numbers say they are. They're efficient. The Washington offense is efficient. It's not going to blow the lid off. It's Alex Smith. It's Alex Smith in a nutshell. They're efficient at punting the ball away <laughs> and not scoring points. It's not scoring points. All right. So this isn't fair because I got the Bucks, and you had to fucking throw some stats for the worst team in the playoffs. Um. So. I'll spit some buck stats, even though it's not fair. So, offensively, they're seventh in yards per game in the entire league. 289 of those yards come through the air. I wonder why. I got a guy back there, six-time Super Bowl champion. I'm not going to call him the GOAT. Everyone else can. I don't think Super Bowl Super Bowls matter as much as everyone puts into it. Um, Wait, can you say six? Time Super Bowl champion one more time. Six time Super Bowl champion. Not like not like Booker T. Booker T was only five time. Joe Montana was only five time. Um, and they they averaged thirty point eight yards per game. Or points, not yards. Fucking retard. I'm tired. Um, their defense is sixth. In yards allowed per game, about 327. The interesting thing is they're 21st against the pass, which is backwards logic to me. Um, but they're first against the rush. So they only give up about 80 yards a game. Some Brady stats. Six-time Super Bowl champion. <laughs> Thanks to Daddy Bill. Um. 65.7 completion percentage, fucking 4,633 yards as a fucking 43-year-old man. Uh, 7.6-yard average, 40 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Yeah, I'm still not going to call him the GOAT. <laughs> goat. The GOAT wears number 13, not 12, which means he's yeah. one. The GOAT wears number 13 in Madden after you trade Tom Brady to the Dolphins. Oh God! Oh, I hope that's I have a, this, a little bit. This is why the last time I bought Madden, Ryan Tannehill was the quarterback, and Adam Gase was the coach. 
All right. Washington's defense, obviously their strong point. They're second in the NFL in total defense, second against the pass, 14th against the rush. They're fourth in total points per game. Um, this defense is seventh in sacks at 47, and it's led by Chase Young and Montez Sweat. And I really think that's like the biggest matchup in here because we've seen Brady struggle against good pass rushes. He's going to have some issues against this pass rush, I think. I think that's one of the biggest matchups in this game is him versus those two guys. And Chase Young's already on social media hyping his ass up for this. He's he's fired up for this playoff game. Well, so what makes it interesting is Washington can't throw the ball, which is good because the Bucks suck against the pass. But the Bucs don't run the ball that well either, which means old Tommy boy is going to have a lot of pressure on him all day. So, I don't know. You, you want to go ahead and make your pick? Because I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make mine here in a second. I think there's one more matchup we have to talk about. It's okay. teams versus losing records going into the playoffs versus teams with winning records, Super Bowl champions, they're undefeated. All right? They're undefeated. And that being said, that's why, for my pick, I'm taking the Washington football team to upset the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like it. I really like it. Yeah, because you're like, all that Brady love you've had all freaking season, the playoff time, you to leave them. But I wonder if Alex Smith and Ron Rivera got Eli Manning on the phone asking him for tips to beat Brady. Um, I like the pick. I like your pick. I, I see Washington getting pressure on Brady. I'm also smart enough to realize that it's January. It's Brady season. Oh, fuck. You convinced me. I, 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 was, I was taking the bucks until 30 seconds ago. Cause, cause I've been, I've been picking Washington the last few weeks because their defense gives me a red rocket. Their offense is what scares is is what's putrid. Ah, yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on this one. I'm gonna take the Redskins too. Fuck it, I can't. I did like yesterday. I was convinced the Bucks were gonna drop a fifty burger on them. Now, because I just I don't think what for for as good as Washington's defense is gonna be at putting pressure on the Brady. I don't think Washington's offense could fucking do anything with the ball. I mean, it's like you said, they're efficient. You know, yeah. Alex Smith is accurate. You know, these they have playmakers. You know, what does Alex Smith like throwing to? He likes throwing his tight ends, and he loves throwing to a pass-catching running back. He's and J.D. is his guy. Antonio Gibson is his guy. He's got his safety cushions. He's got a number one wideout. But just go out there and fucking kick him in the peg leg. I'm surprised the thing hasn't fucking fell off. And let's let's see that thing bulging through his freaking tights. Bad. And let's be honest. I said fucking, I think it was the last show, maybe in the one before it, 
that how much of a fucking glory story is this? Their head coach had cancer, was going for cancer treatments for fucking eight weeks. Their quarterback comes back after having 17 fucking surgeries on his leg, almost dies. Comes comes in fucking middle of the season, wins him enough games to win the division and get into the playoffs. So Alex Smith, you can't even argue he's fucking comeback player of the year. The guy was almost dead. Ron Rivera, fucking, he might get coach of the year too just because of the shit he went through and to still make the playoffs. And if he steals this game from Tampa Bay, I think it's a fucking done deal. I, I think Rivera's going to get coach of the year for as much as I like Flores and even Stefanski in Cleveland doing a good job. But, you know, it, it's hard to argue with the glory story of Rivera. You know, another thing that's interesting about this game, the conspiracy part of it. You know, what What did we just witness? I hate oh, that, to bring it up. That Doug Peterson likes the Redskins more than he likes the Giants? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Eagles totally tanked for that game. But you know, what just happened over this weekend? You know, Washington defended itself, the Capitol against the old Patriots and the big bad Trumpers. All right. Now we got, don't now go we there. got Washington. Don't go there. We're not going to politics. Just don't now even. Now we got Washington. First Buccaneers, the old Patriots, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. It's already set. The conspiracy is out. They're following the media. <laughs> well, in in that in that spin, the Buccaneers should win the game because the people that were dumb enough that should be shot in the fucking face for storming the Capitol are technically pirates. But we're not going to go into politics because I'm sure we uh, we might have differing opinions on no, that. This is, this is not politic talk, all right? It's football talk. It was just a conspiracy theory. You chill out over there. That cool. being said. I'm going to put this out there. No, because you got me going down the fucking rabbit hole now. I got to say it. This shit is the same thing that we witnessed six months ago. And I said the same thing then, and I'm going to say the same thing now. An idiot is an idiot. And they should all be dealt with the same way. Fucking pull out the tanks, pull out the rifles, and deal with it. Next. Next. Get out, there, get, get out there like you're playing fucking Call of Duty. Call Josh Allen. He's a sniper. And get him out there fucking pegging people in the head with the football. Deshaun Watson, not happy in the Texans. Doesn't like the whole GM move. He wasn't a part of the conversation. Nor, you know, should, nor should he be. Doesn't, doesn't feel like he's getting the same respect as somebody like Tom Brady. Nor should um, he. I think that his time is done with Houston. And I think he's going to go somewhere. What are your thoughts? I think he's being a crybaby little bitch. He's Man, a player. Sounds like he's one of the Dolphins. He's a player. He's not He's not a front office personnel. You're a player. Shut your fucking mouth and go play football. I get it. You got to play for the coach. You got to play for the GM. But you don't even know who you're going to get. Like, what if they hire somebody that fucking – Makes this guy more of a star than he already is. That that's the part he's forgetting. Shut up and fucking play football. You're getting you're getting a paycheck. However, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> the Texans fucking gave up D Hop for a chicken sandwich, so they'll probably just shit, fucking trade Watson for the for the bag of fries to go with the chicken sandwich. So yeah, he might be on the move. The thing that makes me more sad is it's probably fucking. If anybody deserves to get out of Houston, it's fucking J.J. Watt. 
to the Seahawks. Wherever. Give the guy a shot at a fucking ring because all Houston's done is fuck him over and over and over again. Yep. He needs to come to Seahawks. Which tells me Deshaun Watson is a fucking terrible team player. I watched a video the other day. I think it was on TikTok. I might have put it on our Facebook page. I know I downloaded it to put it on the Facebook page. He's walking off the field and he's apologizing to J.J. Watt. Oh, sorry we let you down. Blah, blah, blah. We wasted another one of your years. Acting Don't be like, sorry, man. Acting like a good teammate. And then you're going to fucking turn around and say, this place is a shit show. I'm leaving. Like, no. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. Dude, I hate that word. Don't be sorry. Just be better. Period. That's what I say all the time, too. Just be better. Just bad things happen in football games. It is what it is. All right. If you're over there moping around trying to apologize to everybody, oh, I had a bad game. No one cares. It wasn't, be it wasn't even because he had a bad game. It was just because of how the season went. Like, Deshaun Watson, fucking, he's he's ranked the third best quarterback in the league this season. Like, he won the passing title. Like, don't think that I think Deshaun Watson's a bad quarterback. I think Deshaun Watson's a fucking great quarterback. He easily top five. That's why he's going to Miami. He's not fucking going to Miami. You don't want him to because you have two jerseys, two a card. That's my quarterback. Listen, buddy, there's going to be a blockbuster trade. It's going to be Tua, a first-rounder, probably another pick, all right? And he's going to go to the Texans for Deshaun Watson and that big old fat contract. And guess what jersey number he's going to bring with him? One. Number four. That's who your quarterback's going to be. Here, I'll tell you this. You give me Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt, and I'll give you a bag of French fries. I'll give you a third-round pick, and Houston will probably fucking do it because they're dumb. No, they won't. I know. JJ's going to the Seahawks. I, so I would say I would I wouldn't even be okay with Miami giving up their two number ones for Deshaun and JJ because they need a receiver and a running back. They can't give up on two. It was his first year. So we're not going to entertain the, the, the two a conversation because everybody else is talking about it. It's a bunch of bullshit because they're a bunch of haters. Tua played well. He's a rookie. He needs weapons. End of that. However, I do think there are places where Deshaun Watson fits. Miami's not one of them. Miami. Are we going to talk about the places that we think he can go, or are we just going to keep bragging on the fat man about Miami? <laughs> Whatever gets a roll out of you, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> it's, no, I said what I got to say. It, like, Look, okay. if, if Deshaun Watson comes to Miami, I'm going to root for him. If Fitzpatrick's going to fucking probably be out of Miami. His contract's up, but this isn't about Miami. We're talking about playoff teams here. Honestly, there is a couple teams that I don't want him to go. Two of them in the NFC West, where he'd fit very fucking well. San Francisco and Los Angeles. He's not going to go to Los Angeles. There's a possibility. They could trade almost straight up. They believe in golf. I don't think so. I I, I saw the way Sean McVay was looking at him in the game against the Seahawks. You know, the way his body language is towards him how many times he's turned over the ball. I mean, th- you could clearly see that he's frustrated with his quarterback. I mean, and, and honestly, I think that they might be ready to to go somewhere else. Um, But in San Francisco, I believe that that team has the best roster in the NFL, and they are just one piece away from being probably the most dominant team we've seen in a really long time, and that's the quarterback position. 
Uh, so he would be a really, really good fit for San Francisco. They've got decent wide receivers. They got a great running game. They got one of the best defenses in the NFL. I mean, where, what would be a better fit for a quarterback than go to San Francisco right now? Oh, that's yeah, that's absolutely where I'd want to go. But so th- those are your, your places you think he can go, San Francisco. Uh, there's there's others, but those Santa are Fara, LA. yeah, those are two of them that I suggested. So I think the most plausible. I mean, San Francisco is a good one. It's I the cap base that bothers that. They would have to make some type of deal. I think Indianapolis would be a spot you might see him land. I hate to say it, but don't make me say it. I don't I think, think he's going to go to the Patriots. I think, I think New England. I don't think he's going to go to the Patriots. I don't think he does not like uh, Bill Belichick's fucking disciples. I don't. I mean, he probably doesn't like Bill Belichick. You know, who knows? But I know so he doesn't the, like the only Bill Belichick disciple he had to really put up with was O'Brien for most of his career. <laughs> so I mean, like, it, it, he he he's probably not going to want to go back into that type of system. That fucking. Same atmosphere. He's probably going to want to change. I think he goes right out of the AFC, honestly. It's not going to matter if you get traded. You're going to go where they tell you you're going. No, he wants an opinion. He For a bag of french fries. Um, and I think Pittsburgh makes sense. It might be Ben's last year. It's probably Philip Rivers last year. Uh, like who the fuck is Pittsburgh gonna have back there if uh, Ben does leave? Duck Hodges. I don't even know if he's still in Pittsburgh, but I know Mason Rudolph is trash. So Pittsburgh makes sense. Outside of outside of those, I don't really see anywhere. That makes sense. I, I I know I watched. Uh, fuck, it was uh, Skip and Shannon talking about it, and and I think it was just because it was an interesting conversation piece about trading him to Jacksonville for the number one pick to get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I'd do it. Uh, so if if I was Jacksonville, I would do it not. Hundred percent. I would do it in a heartbeat if I was Jacksonville. But if I'm Houston, I, I'm not. I'm not making that trade. Why not? They don't fucking care, anyways. I mean, they pretty much fucking tore the walls of their franchise down, took away his pieces. Fuck it. Trade him too. Rebuild. Obviously, it's not working. Obviously, he's not happy. Your other star on the other side of the ball, he's not happy. You're probably going to lose both of them. You're going to be stuck with nobody next year. Fucking take the number one pick. Take Trevor Lawrence. But I tell you what, Deshaun Watson's worth more than just a number one pick, even if it's the first pick in a draft. So I don't know if your internet dropped or what, but you just got super glitchy. Uh Uh-oh. 
That's all right. It's 35 minutes in. No one's going to watch us up to this point. Yeah, right. They're going to be done after the first five minutes. It's okay. We understand. Just make sure that just make sure you hit subscribe before you check out. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it'd be stupid for Houston to, to make that trade. Let's, let's be honest. How many trades have Houston made that you were like, wow, that's smart? Um, uh, trading their number one pick to Miami for Laramie Tunsil. That was pretty smart. For? Well, that actually works out for both of them, honestly. I mean, Tunsil's all right. Well, more than all right. He's been good. But, I mean, it worked out more for the Dolphins. And it's not like it added wins for the Texans. Well, that's because they traded their number one receiver for a fucking chicken sandwich. Exactly my point. They make stupid moves. They make stupid trades. They're going to make another stupid trade. It's going to go to somebody. That's my point. And Houston and, Houston and Jacksonville are in the same division. Yep. Well, that's why it's even more stupid. I don't think they care. Obviously, they're not trying to win any games. We're talking about a team that was three years ago or one of the best teams in the NFL. If I if I was Houston, I'd keep him on the roster just to keep him fucking miserable. But that's me being a spiteful asshole. I don't want to see a good talent like him go to waste though. Oh I do. I want to see him super disgruntled. All right man, I got nothing. I'm done. Oh we didn't talk about fucking Dallas firing Mike Nolan. Oh Dallas Fire going. The end. The end. All right, man. We said in the beginning, you watch us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, comment, head on over to Facebook. Find us, Fat Man and the Hawk. We're on Twitter, Strip Psych Dualcast. We upload this shit to Anchor. So you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, um, wherever you listen to your podcast out. Download us, jam us on your ear holes. We'll make you have an eargasm. You got anything else there, hockey boy? Before anybody complains about the Mike Nolan talk, that was probably the most analytical speech you should probably get about Mike Nolan. He fucking sucked this year. Dump truck. Comment, comment like, and subscribe. I am the Hawk. And I'm the Fat Man. See you next time. Oh, thank you.